storytelling on ourselves is not affiliated with Alcoholics Anonymous. We're simply sharing our experience in recovery in order to help everybody through another day. Hey there, I'm Len. I'm Bree. I'm Vicki. And we're telling on ourselves. Telling, telling, telling 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 on ourselves. Telling, telling, telling on ourselves. Telling on ourselves. Telling on ourselves. Telling, 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 telling on ourselves. Boop, boop, boop. Welcome to 41. 41. That is not over the hill, Brie. No, it's not. Sorry, guys. I know. I'm going to keep doing this until we're up to 100. Then I'm like, okay, you can have it That's over the hill. Now I can be over the hill. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome. To, it's, the weather is great outside. Anyone else feeling the amazing, yeah. amazing energy of the sun today? Yep, it's supposed to be in the fifties, March first. I am down with that. I remember when I moved to Alaska. I went to Anchorage, kind of early. It was the end of March, and I was at the Costco because that's what I did once a week was go to Costco. And it was about forty-five, I think. And everybody was walking around in tank tops and shorts. And I remember texting somebody, "I'm like, what the hell." But now I get it. Yeah. Wait, is that as warm as it ever gets up there? No, no. It was just like the first. Oh, warm okay. Day. Yeah, first warm spring day, and everybody's like, "That's hysterical." Park is gone. It literally has to be at least eighty degrees for me to walk around in tank, uh, like a tank top and shorts. I am always cold, yeah. so it has to be actually really, really warm for me to feel like tank top worthy. I'm tank in the top. middle. I'm definitely on the hot side. I do like flip flops. I wear oh. flip-flops all I Actually, I kill Linda at home because I never wear socks. And she's like, why? How do you do that? And I'm like, I don't like my feet to be hot ever. Mm-hmm. Well, if I don't wear socks, then I'm my feet are cold and I'm always cold. So I have to wear socks or else yeah. I'm chilly. But the sun, the reason why I brought that up, makes me grateful. I'm very grateful for the beautiful day out today. And our topic is... Gratitude, gratitude and serenity. Gratitude yeah. is the attitude. Nothing's better than meditating in the sun either, right? No. Oh, I know. Especially with rainbows on your face. Oh. Okay, so you have? Do you have your rainbows up no, yet? Because it's not a permanent. Okay, so I got Lynn, Vicky, and Chelsea a rainbow decal to stick on your window and basically diffracts the light that's coming in from the sun when the direct sunlight hits it. It like sprays rainbows all over the room and they are the coolest thing ever. And Vicky has hers up and so she's rainbowed out. Lynn and Chelsea are slacking and my feelings are hurt. I told I'm you. I'm just kidding. They're I'm not really for a permanent place to put it. Well, a forever home. Don't let a forever for a year at least home. Don't let great get in the way of good. <laughs> and it, hey, if you can't take that one with you, I'll buy you another one. All right. So, but anyways, and then we the have, other part of our topic is serenity. Yeah. Serenity now. Yep. And this has to do with step 12. So we'll be talking about all kinds of fun stuff. But first, we have... First thought first wrong. First thought wrong. I win F-T-W. again. Yeah, you're a winner. Two weeks in a row. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Just been having all sorts of sewagey thoughts. My m- mind is <laughs> trash lately. Um, so anyways, yeah, I went first thought wrong. There's lots of change happening in my life right now and change at work. And I've been... <laughs> I am not proud to admit that I have been getting caught up in a little bit of um, gossip at work here and there. And, you know, when you gossip at work or when you (laughs) say stuff at work, 
and then you go home and you just can't relax. You have like anxiety because you're like, oh my gosh, did I say that in front of people? Can I trust those people? Are they going to go to management? What's me? Am I going to get called into the office? Um, oh my gosh, I'm a shit stir. I'm a pot stir. <laughs> so I've been having all of this anxiety all week. But despite that, I'm still participating in some of the gossip. And so Wednesday I had an incident where um, there was a rumor and I did not start the rumor. That is one good thing that I can say is that I didn't start the rumor, but I had heard a rumor about our compensation plan changing. And I talked about it to somebody who is notorious for overreacting freaking out and being kind of aggressive communication style <laughs> and very blunt no filter so whenever there's an issue or she has an issue she's very direct with managers like hey is this what's going on tell me and and so, reactionary like subconsciously maybe I'm sabotaging myself but like, so my first thought was like I'm going to ask this person about the compensation plan because I think they'll know about it. Cause part of the thing rumor I had heard directly relates to her job and some of the sales that she makes. So I asked this person, Hey, did you hear about this change in the compensation plan? And her eyes lit up and she said, no, that's not true. I didn't hear that. And then she asked if she could directly ask management. And I thought, you know, yeah, I mean, I want to know if the rumor is true or not too. So go for it. If you want to ask them, ask them. So my, you know, the next thing that happened, I guess, is she must have sent them an email and they, you know, pulled her into their office and discussed with her and um, she came out and was like, that's not true. You know, that's not true. And my thought was, oh my gosh, I'm going to get in trouble now for stirring the pot, starting rumors, spreading rumors. And then they, you know, she wanted to know who told me the, the rumor originally. And I didn't want to throw my friend who had told me this under the bus. So I was very, okay, I'm not going to give up, you know, if she, if this person threw me under the bus to the managers, I'm still not going to throw another, yeah, another person under the bus. So second thought, okay, stop the bleeding. <laughs> you know, I already did enough damage. Don't throw my person under the bus. Um, so, but yeah, that was very bad of me to start drama at work and very bad of me to trust this person. I didn't, I didn't even trust him. I, I don't even know if I'd call it that, but I shouldn't have been, I should have just kept my mouth shut, right? I should have just kept to myself. I've been there long enough to know to not do that and to not trust this person with information. And so I kind of opened a door. Well, Friday, hilariously enough, two days after that incident, a new commission plan is announced at work. So it's almost like, so the rumor was true and I ended up being right. And they had, you know, not necessarily told this other woman the truth about the plan changing on, on Wednesday when it... Anyways, I don't want to confuse anybody, but so then they were sitting in the office getting this compensation plan change and I'm furious because I'm like, they are changing the plan so that I'm not going to make as much money. Like they are in my mind, it was the reason why they're changing the compensation plan is because they feel like they're paying people too much. So now obviously they have to dial back the compensation to, so that, you know, their bottom line can be, they can trim the fat, you know, um, and I was so angry sitting there and I wanted to, there was lots of, you know, passive aggressive things that were running through my mind to say. And I sat with it for like a second. And then I just remembered, you know, the last time the compensation plan 
changed, it actually did work out in my favor. So I was able to use that to hold my tongue. I bit my tongue through the entire meeting. And then when I left the room, I didn't go stirring the pot in and start, you know, announcing to everybody compensation plan was changing. I just really kind of kept to myself, which that was a big change for me because the last time the compensation plan changed, I walked out of that office and I was like, this is ridiculous. This is so unfair. And I let people know how I felt about it, which is like a very dangerous thing to do when you're in a company. You don't want to be seen as the, the potster. So anyways, that's kind of a long, long story. But that's what, you know, that was me trying to practice the principles of, you know, pause, you know, have gratitude for what I do have, um, be mature, you know, um, not everything's always about me, kind of like let the, let's trust my higher power, have a little bit of faith and see how things shake out. Because mm-hmm. um, last time I didn't have any faith and it ended up working out anyway, so it's like, eh, so. Thank you. There was lots of good stuff in there and growth, lots and lots of growth, getting, getting out of that old wagon wheel rut starting a new one and even when you started to slide back down you you uh hitched up your wagon to the other the new rut well and 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 the part of just sitting there and and listening is huge because i know the feeling when you're in there and you want to ask questions and you want to say how is this going to help and blah 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 those feelings of change and fear and uncomfortableness and this is not fair and this doesn't make sense and um, I find it very interesting the way that 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 it's it's rolled out in different companies sometimes they do it via email electronically sometimes they do it with a big meeting in front of everybody and then sometimes they they do little meetings or even one-on-one so it is um, it's a it's a very interesting thing how they they change things up on you, but the ability to sit there and sit with it is huge. Yeah, it was a growth moment for sure. And then I couldn't, I mean, I was trying to like have a neutral face. <laughs> I'm like, okay, don't seem upset, but also don't, don't give them the satisfaction of me sitting there smiling and nodding my head because I also didn't want to be a go along with too. Right. I wanted to like look like I had a healthy amount of, skepticism, but also that I was in acceptance and that I was just there to listen and take in the information. I was trying really hard to not have like RBF, but I definitely <laughs> did not want to smile and nod either. Like, no, I'm not just going to bend over and take my, my whipping, but I did a little bit. So it was so, a healthy balance. So your um, over the hill friend sitting next to you wants to know what RBF means. Oh, resting bitch face. Ooh, I even got that one. I didn't know. And I didn't know your IRL one either. <laughs> in yeah. real life. I yeah. have, I have pretty good resting bitch face. People tell me, ask me often, is there something wrong? And I'm like, Oh no, sorry. My face, my face is just, down looks down i think i used to think the same thing too now i know when you're just in your head thinking but yeah it took me a while to figure it out it really is in my head thinking Mm -hmm. because i'm analytical like that i'm like going through all the things well and with us codependents it's like what did i say what did i do why is she mad at me what happened what's wrong does she not do do what 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 do i need to do what do i need to do doing my calculations most of the time i'm thinking okay when do i get to eat lunch what's for lunch i mean it's not very serious stuff going on up there just so you know thank you brie yes and good job. Thank you. That's a big I high five victory. One. Yeah. Add a girl. All right. We're going to talk today about gratitude and serenity. And of course, Lynn has our wonderful definition corner. DC. So gratitude is the attitude we like to say. It is appreciation for and to return kindness. 
Aww. Yeah, I like that. And and it's such a simple, concise thing, but gratitude really has changed my life many, many times over. Um, serenity is a little bit longer, but stick with me because to be serene, you have to be grateful. Clean. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> she loves to throw of. me off, y'all. <laughs> okay. Serenity is feeling of being calm and serene. They are untroubled by normal daily niggles that make life uncomfortable. Free of worry and confident in their ability to face any challenges that come their way. That One is serenity. Absolutely. Serenity is feeling of being calm and serene. They are untroubled by normal daily niggles that make life uncomfortable. Free of worry and confident in their ability to face any challenges that come their way. And one way we do that is through gratitude. Hmm. So our niggles turn into giggles when we're grateful and serene. <laughs> yes, they do. Oh, isn't that special? Niggles turn into giggles. I am telling you, um, I don't have niggles. I have like knots, you know. I mean, mine aren't that cute sounding. It's kind of like Grammy Pat used to say, did you fluff? And uh, really, it's a fart. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I think of. <laughs> did you fluff, honey? <laughs> okay, so um, gratitude. Uh, I think about how gratitude has changed my daily life. And when I say that, I mean it has changed how I perceive my daily life because really the life I'm living is just my perception, right? Um, when we started a little over a year ago being disciplined about um, having a gratitude list, we were trying to do it daily. We don't do it daily because we're not perfect, but we, it's still on our minds. And I've shared that now with a couple of other people. What that that tool gave me was an ending to my day, no matter what happened in that day, for me to reflect on the things that really are good, that I, that I have only by the grace of God. And I've, I've said this often, grace is one of my favorite words because Grace, Grace's definition is a gift by the divine that may be undeserving, but you still get it. So when I think about the grace of gratitude, I have these gifts. Maybe I'm not deserving of them. Maybe I am, but I have them. And I need to um, show that I not only appreciate it, but that I'm um, uh, recognizing it. I like that. I like that. Uh, my sponsor always tells me everything is always everything that happens. We filter through our perception is filtered through our perceptions of where we are at that particular moment in life. And if we can be conscious of that, we can be more aware of what's happening and make better decisions and choices for ourselves. And so I think when you say what you just, whatever you just said, Lynn, it reminds me that gratitude can be a filter mm -hmm. and change our perception. So, mm -hmm. you know, our perception of, you know, everything that happens to us, we filter through where we're at in our lives, but we can also have gratitude be the filter. Right. So situation like what happened with me at work, you know, the perception was a certain way in the beginning because all it was the my my lens and my filter was anger but when i changed it to gratitude it shifted the way that i felt about the situation right. so my my filter went from anger to gratitude and then i felt better well it's kind of the the gratitude leads you into serenity mm -hmm. so that you can be serene about these things that like give you pokes every day yeah, the niggles and the pokes yeah, uh -huh. that yeah. that you so you can have that life that's not so um chock full of 
uh, irritation, irritable, restless, Thank you. discontented. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I we've been talking. This has been a theme since we've been doing the four agreements and our five agreements or whatever we want to call it. Um, but it's it's the the making assumptions. It's the taking things personally. And if we look at things from our perspective in a in a form of gratitude, when we can look at things mm-hmm. in the form of gratitude, when we're reminded, when we remind ourselves. What do we have to be grateful for? Those other things don't seem as intense. And we can get to serenity. And and it kind of goes together with being mindful and being, you know, there's no coincidence that this is step 12, which is right after step 11, which is about meditation and prayer, Mm -hmm. right? So we, when we get quiet, then we can genuinely be in gratitude and then we can get to serenity. Now, we don't stay there always, but at least we are working on this, this practice of coming back to, okay, I got to be grateful. And every day I'm reminded, oh, let's be grateful. So what do I have to look forward to? Because before I was in this program, I would always focus on the negative. I would always focus on when you were talking about getting pulled into the office and yesterday someone gave a lead about when there was closed door meetings at work. Oh my God, they're talking about me. Mm -hmm. What's going on? I mean, I was riddled with that, riddled with that fear when they were at work. And I'll tell you what, when you, I'll tell you what, um, when you are, (laughs) when you are in this place of, not making assumptions and not taking things personally and it being none of my business, what they're talking about in that meeting, wow, is it so much easier to stay in gratitude and stay serene. But when fear crops up and when that negativity, when I'm not in gratitude and that negativity takes hold, oh boy, I can go. I'm an Olympic overthinker about things. Fear steals your serenity. I like that, that you just said that because I wasn't even thinking about fear I mean, I was thinking about fear, but I hadn't labeled it. Mm -hmm. So I like that you just brought up fear and how gratitude can pacify fear and get you back to serenity because I was having a lot of fear. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get called in the office. What did I just do? And so I didn't have any serenity. And so that that's a good reminder for me. And I think too that when you're grateful for things and you're really kind of stretching to uh, for example, you you think about situations in the past that you were really worried about, but then you got through, you came out and you're grateful that you got through them. That also brings you a, a feeling of serenity. So that's another way gratitude leads to serenity is when you're grateful for things that maybe you didn't even have any control over. So, I mean, we all get kind of like freaked out when there's something like when life is happening and we have no control over it and we feel just like all we have is like faith to get through it. And then somehow we made it through. And like when you reflect back on that in tough times, like, okay, that was a really hard period of my life, but I made it through and I'm stronger and I'm better now. And you feel gratitude for that. Then it helps with serenity for the, wherever you are right now, like the trouble, right. the niggles, and, the current and, niggles. And if you like me suffer from anxiety, because I, it, when I let myself, I'm always worried about what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. And if I am living in gratitude, I can I can kind of think about and pull from those experiences that I had before and know that I made it through. So when something else crops up, which is going to because that's life, I know that I will have the serenity 
to be able to face it. It may be uncomfortable, it may be scary, but I know I can face it and walk through it. I don't have to avoid it or hide. Right. Yeah. Well, this uh, so there's so many things interweaving in mm-hmm. my mind right now and you know, this is from step 12 and st- step 12 is about step 12. I am a talker today. <laughs> I am clear and and fine. Um enunciating. Oh, yes. Um so gratitude is in working with others and and we say this a lot when we're sitting at the tables and it is about knowing how far we came, right? Because we we continue to help others and that's what helps us stay stay in the sober sober land um, because we know where we came from and we don't want to go back, right? So I'm grateful that I've worked these steps, that I've had a spiritual awakening, that I know about these principles, that I'm willing to do the work to get there. And I'm grateful that I can help somebody else find that, which gives me serenity because it reminds me that my little problems today of not finishing my emails that I need to send out and it not being perfect are very little problems compared to wanting to die when I came into this program. <laughs> I mean, hello, right. Victoria. It is so, and, and early on, thank goodness for sponsorship and for advice and meetings about gratitude because it was a habit that I had to form because I had a habit of going down the negative oh, everything that's wrong, and then I would catastrophize it. And I would think of one thing, and it would be a domino of negativity. Now it can be a domino or a waterfall of gratitude mm-hmm. that's a lot more flowy and, and sustaining. It's the stream. Mm-hmm. And and then the other thing is I remember when you and I were working together early on, and I always used to tell you when you had a win, how like... You know, you go on the doors when the kids are little and they're growing and you put how tall they are. And I'd be like, you just went up another notch, Bree. You just got through this. And I remember you were the first person I ever, like, you reminded me of that when you were when you were growing leaps and strides. And I would be like, man, you just grew another inch. I mean, it's it's amazing what happens in these mm-hmm. programs. And um, and, and when, we, when we commit to the growth um, through faith, even though we have fear... When we commit to it and we keep practicing it, and that's why gratitude is such a, it's like an, it's an elixir to me. It is. it is a magic elixir. It automatically takes away these, it cuts the edge off of the fear, and eventually I don't necessarily feel gratitude because I'm told to make a gratitude list, but eventually the gratitude marinades and goes down from from my writing to my actual heart. Right. You know, and, and then this also makes me think of, um, this woman, I'm, I'm listening to her book. It's called Good Morning, I Love You. And her name is Shauna Shapiro. She studies mindfulness. And it is about, you, you have to read it because she actually talks about the wagon wheel and neuroscience and neuroplasticity and that we can change our brains. And that's what recovery has taught me. But what she said she learned from a monk when she was starting to meditate was what you practice grows stronger. Mm-hmm. what you practice grows stronger. And as you continue to practice it, that's how you change your brain because our brain can change at any age. It doesn't ever stop changing. And there was so much hope in what she was teaching me, and this is part of what I'm trying to do in this whole thing we're talking about, Bree, this challenge about finding our strengths and knowing what we're good at. And we can change that thinking of, I suck at everything, I'm not good at it, because we just have to practice finding one little thing that we can be good at. And the other thing that she talks about is how every time we get through something, 
it gives us evidence that we've done it before and we can do it again to what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, there's so much magic in all of it, but there's also science in it. And when they wrote these steps in 1934, they had no idea um, in terms of science, mm-hmm. but actually science is starting to back up what all these these um, these philosophical these um, these monks these all these uh, what were spiritual, spiritual teachers have thought, and now it's actually proving to be real. So if we can be quiet and we can be grateful, and you know, when I send you guys that text at night in my bed, and I'm in there. And I, and I sit and I think about it. And sometimes I can't come up with things. Sometimes they're very basic, right? Mm-hmm. I'm having a, you can always probably tell if I'm having a real good day, good feels or bad feels because it's basic. But I have to force myself to do it because I know those days when I'm having bad feels, I need to be reminded because I know that's how I can change shift gears. So I just went on a major tangent and I'll let you girls talk. There was so much good stuff, but I will just from the ending part, I will tell you, I do the exact same thing. I sit in my bed. It's one of the last things I like to do because what a, but what a great way to go to sleep, you know, first of all, but I, it's the same thing. Like when I haven't, and it doesn't even have to be a bad day. You just kind of are coasting through your day. And what that tells me is that I'm not, I'm not smelling the flowers. You know, I'm not stopping and taking into account uh, a mm. sunset or, you know, those little things, that's what that's telling me when I don't have a lot to report. It's easy to report when I have bad stuff happen that's very evident in my face. But when it's kind of like, well, I guess, you know, I got clean sheets. That's um, And trust me, I am always grateful when my sheets are clean because I'm not too. always. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things and I'm lazy about it. But, um, yeah, that's really interesting um, thinking about that. The days when I, I'm like, huh, well, I don't know. And that's because I didn't stop. And, and reflect and look and meditate and be quiet. And be mindful. And, and, be and mindful. mindful isn't necessarily meditating. No. Being mindful is noticing those things mm-hmm. when you're driving down the road and you see a cool broken, for me, I love seeing broken down barns. I don't yeah. know why. There's just something about them that's so majestic and there's so much history in mm-hmm. there. And and I was driving down to ISU on Friday and I got to see this one that I always see. And it just it just made me feel like home. I used to drive that ro- ride to college Right. All the time. And it's just so interesting mm-hmm. if we pay attention. If we pay attention. Yeah, I love that. And that leads you right into serenity. Because like you said earlier, we have the evidence to back up that if something bad happens, we know we're going to face it. So these little daily irritations that... Niggles. They, they niggle. They still trigger me. Yep. But, but I now have... I tell myself, I have a choice of how I'm going to react to that. And for me, it's just not reacting kind of, and I'll laugh or I'll smile or I'll nod just to myself and go, <laughs> that's kind of funny. I mean, even in my head, you're going, it's not funny. It's really fucking annoying, but I'm going to tell tell myself that it's funny. And you keep telling yourself over and over and over. And eventually it does become funny instead of really fucking annoying. Laughter is the music of recovery. <laughs> that's right. Well, and Lynn, I can just, you saying that the, the choice of not reacting, like when you nail that one, it feels so good. Like when you don't buy into your fear and your thoughts and your what ifs and you, whatever tools you are whipping out of your toolkit lead you to non-reaction, which leads to serenity. That's like, that's gold. That's like why we practice. Well, yes. and that's why step 12 is having had a spiritual awakening, meaning being able to get to serenity in, you know, in a brief way, being able to get to serenity faster and stay there. As a result of these steps, 
we try to practice these principles, practicing just like we practice gratitude Mm -hmm. in all our affairs and carry this message to, you know, the next suffering alcoholic. But that's like, (laughs) to me, I just... That's the magic elixir. That's the magic elixir is being Mm -hmm. able to be non-reactive so that I can have serenity. Yeah. Because when I'm reactive, I I don't feel peace. I feel like I'm going to get pulled into the office in five (laughs) minutes and I'm shitting myself thinking about it. Well, and you don't feel, right? Well, I mean, you're having these reactions, this physical thing, but you're not clear in your... Yeah, there's you're, no clarity. You're, you're all, I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I always talk about my ballerina with the tutu, like all a mess and the hair, the buns out of there. You know, yeah. I don't know if you're from uh, if you're a Generation Xer or before, I'm sure you've all had the little um, jewelry box back in the day the where there was box. this per- pu- beautiful little perfect ballerina and you would open it and she would dance to do 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 whatever song you had and it was super cute and she was perfect and I say that when I open my box sometimes I am a frazzled spinning uh, I'm the girl that's it's upside actually a down. Jack in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Jokes on you. It's a Jack in the box. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it and it really. Um, you know, my bun's a mess, but guess what? I'm still going. I don't give up. And and if I can slow that, slow the down, slow it down, mm-hmm. um, and I can pause and I can get into gratitude. Then maybe the music will slow down. The bun will, you know, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take down my hair. I don't need no bun. Yeah. <laughs> no bun required. Yeah, it's it's it is all magical, isn't it? When when we're practicing. Mm-hmm. That's the secret. Everything is a practice. And what did was her name? Shonda Shauna Shapiro. 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 What you practice grows. Stronger. Mm-hmm. Stronger. It's like that garden. Gotta water it for the everything to grow, right? Gotta practice a new path so the wagon yeah. wagon wheel doesn't get stuck. What if, and I'm just trying to think about um, when people are suffering and they're in a really bad place because, you know, things happen. What if you're feeling like you really cannot pick apart one thing to be grateful for, you know, when you have those days or that you don't even have the energy to think about being grateful? Well, you can give yourself permission to be that way Mm -hmm. and say, I'm human. And allow. That's a good answer. Yeah. Well, you just have to allow yourself to be where you're at. And if you're not grateful, you can write down. That's when you get basic. That's when you say, I can breathe. Mm -hmm. I can see. I can go to the bathroom. You find those basic things that you can do that maybe you don't feel the gratitude, Mm -hmm. but maybe tomorrow or the next day you might have a release. I like that. And I jokingly always say it can always be worse. I could have no arms and no legs. And it's kind of that thought. I just, and I never thought of it that way before, Rick, Vicky, Ricky. Ricky, <laughs> Ricky. Ricky, Ricky. Ricky, Ricky, Tabby. So I have this post-it note on my desk at work. And I had originally seen it on Instagram. But it said, what if you woke up tomorrow and the only things you had were the things you were grateful for yesterday? Mm, that's a good so, one. Ooh. That to me is if you are in that dark place, think about what things would you still want to wake up with tomorrow. And if I you can't, that. 
if then you'll find something. I still want to, you know, wake up and have this roof over my head, or I still want to wake up and have, you know, shoes to put on to walk out the door. I still want to have, um, you know, the money that I have to buy food. Because I mean, I even think about. I'm. I mean, we're just very grateful, lucky people that there are so many places all over the earth where people don't have anything like have so close to yeah Yeah. you know slums all over but we don't need to go into that well i do have to be grateful for what we have so that we can give it away and share it with people that don't have it absolutely well i was gonna build upon that uh for people that this might be a new thing for and actually it's funny a year ago I was talking to my boss at work and I said something about a gratitude list and she didn't know what it was. And that seems so foreign to me, but but really people in the normal walks of lives that don't need these tools to survive and to, you know, be productive and do whatever that that probably didn't pop up in their world. And she started doing it with her family and it did she said it was like totally paradigm shift, you know, changed everything. So what I thinking just now while we're all talking about it for people and you know you normies out there that don't have to have this beaten to your brain every day um what i found to be the best tool in this practice was to do it with a couple of at least one person doesn't have to be a couple of people but when you're accountable it's like going to the gym you're much more likely to go to the gym if you have a friend meeting you there so find a buddy and say hey and it doesn't have to be every day you know you don't make this impossible maybe it needs to be once a week or every other day or whatever you can say it's going to be every day but like vicky said don't beat yourself up if there's a day when you can't do it and i think with the three of us we've kind of gotten to that point now we're not like oh well we didn't do it every day so we got to stop we do it as much as we can and we're all okay with that so maybe the challenge or um not even a challenge just a good practice thank you because i didn't want to say advice i would practice a good practice would be to find a person to buddy up with Gratitude buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could even, I mean, you don't even have to have that agreement with them. I bet you if you just pick somebody and texted them a list of things, you know, you're grateful for and included them on that list, they'd probably just naturally text you back a gratitude list as well. Like, right. oh, well, I'm grateful for you too. And and my cats and coffee and, <laughs> and my cats. And my cats. I don't know why I said I don't even have, don't cats. have cats. I, I think I was looking at Puff, puff um, Puffin Boots. What's his name? Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. <laughs> There's a cartoon cat on one of the mugs like Lynn is drinking out of, but um, yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff, girls. Good stuff it today. Is good stuff. Good stuff on a shiny, beautiful, bright day. It is. And I will tell you girls something really interesting. At the end of every chapter, she asks you to name what your gold nugget is. She stole that she's from a, us. She's in our brain. She, she stole that from <laughs> us. We didn't steal it from her. <laughs> that is awesome. So, um, so Segway. with that said, um, I'm going to tell my golden nuggets, and and one of mine is gratitude can be a filter to what happens, and that fear steals my serenity, and that I don't have to react. Bree, thanks for reminding me that even if I start something the way I don't want to start it. I don't have to finish it that way. I can change and shift gears and 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 do what what I think is the best for the scenario. Love it. Bree? Um, well, and mine was what you had said, Lynn, about using gratitude as, well, what you had said triggered me to think about gratitude as a filter 
instead of like other emotions. So when I'm feeling other emotions like anger or fear, then I can use gratitude as a filter to kind of change my perception of a situation and think about it in a new way. And then also what you said, Lynn, about non-reaction. Like to me, that was such a huge, yes, when I don't react to a situation that I naturally want to react to and I can pause and not react, I have so much more serenity. It is insane. And that is such a good feeling mm. is, but it's the non-reaction part. It's like, okay, yes. it's practicing that muscle of, oh, I want to say something, but oh, I shouldn't. And then peace follows that. So when you were talking, I was thinking, talking about the inches, you know, that was a growth spurt. Like every time that happens, that's like when you shoot up six inches. <laughs> I'm a big girl. Well, and and part of it is what you just said is that we can we can allow ourselves to pause, and then if we have to say something, we can. Mm-hmm. We don't have because I used to think that if I was just eating my words and not saying what I really thought, that I was being weak. But when we pause, we can come from a, a place of clarity and strength. Right. I have many um, many nuggets, but I'll tone it down for you all stream of gratitude fights negativity and Vicki you were talking about that it's like when you have that waterfall that stream of, ne- of gratitude that's that's a superpower to fight negativity mm-hmm. and I love that and then what you practice grows stronger and when you have something good happen because of your gratitude and serenity that's your evidence for the next time you face something bad which I love because I'm all about you know f- just the facts ma'am and evidence is always a, a good way to proceed yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, so grateful. Me I know. Too. And we're going to go conquer this beautiful sunny Sunday. Sunny Sunday. Thanks, everybody. And as always, rate, view, review. <laughs> Share with a friend. Yeah. Tribe out. Tribe out. Tribe out. Thanks for listening. We're so excited you're here. Please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts. We're also on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Podbean. You can find us and join our tribe at Telling On Ourselves on Instagram and Facebook. Tribe out.